0: Dear friends, hello. Today with me, beautiful Dr. Laura Penn. She is the founder at the Leadership Speaking School. Everything about this lady is very interesting because she loves to dance, she loves to talk, she loves to be beautiful. She is from Switzerland and uh, she is, as she said that I don't know, is it politically correct or not to say that she's half white, half black. Oh no, 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 we cannot say like this. She's just a very beautiful lady. Dear Dr. Laura Penn, you're a specialist in the public speaking and you can make any person speak confident, nicely, electrical, You know, as you do in your TED talk, which is absolutely amazing and I like it so much. Tell me, please, what are the main rules, uh, main tips for people who are not good at public speaking, who are afraid of public speaking, who hate public speaking?
1: Mm, challenging question out the gate, because it's quite complex. Let me start by saying that not everybody can speak in public. It's a myth that everybody can do it. Because here's the main ingredient. Everybody who wants to speak in public needs to want to speak in public. So there needs to be the internal desire to want to try it, to do it. I don't, I've lost count how many people have come up to me and said, how do you, I I need my boss. I want to help my my executive director to speak better. And and I'm like, okay, do they want to speak better? Do they want to do the work? And if the answer is no, then I say, okay, bye-bye. Sorry, summertime. If you don't have the input, the want, the desire to do the work, you won't improve as a speaker. But to honor your question, I like to say that speakers need three things in order to be successful. Number one, they have to know themselves. So this is about self-awareness. This is about looking at yourself from the inside out and loving what you see there. So that's number one. Number two is you have to be yourself when you're speaking. If you're anybody but yourself, the audience knows immediately and your credibility or your ethos will evaporate. Number three, you have to wanna share yourself. And when you do that, you're opening your heart, you're opening your mind, you're opening your world, and you're making it an experience called the We Show, not the Me Show, not all about the speaker, not all about your ego and what you need to, to release into the world. But it's about sharing. It's the We Show. It's not about you, it's about your audience. So those are the three things, three tips. It might surprise you that I don't say, well, you have to use your hands and you have to breathe. And, you know, no, I'm not that kind of a worker. I work with people's insides, I work with souls, I work with humanity, Uh, and in order to do that, in order to bring out the best in the people that I work with, those are the steps. Know yourself, be yourself, and share
0: yourself. Uh, You know, in your TEDx, uh, TEDx talk, you said that when you have some idea, you want to do presentation, you want to make a nice speech, First of all, you need to walk, don't sit down at the computer, don't start writing because there will be no air, there will be no energy. Walk. Why do you think it's important to walk? Because I also noticed when you freeze at the computer and you think like, for example, now I'm writing the course, how to make a documentary film and my producer said, write this course. You did so many films. Some of these films are awarded. They, were, they won at Moscow Film Festival, Cannes Film Festival. But I found out, for me, it's easier to make a film, a documentary film, than to write how I do it. So it's very difficult to explain how I do it. And you said, don't sit and write. Walk. When you walk, the ideas come to you. Can you explain uh, your point of view, please? Yeah, because you're activating your body
1: brain. Our body brain is everything from our underneath our head. <laughs> so from your neck down is your body brain. And you and I both know that most people in what we're you know dealing with in the pandemic and how people are working online are using the head brain, just the head brain. And literally that's all we see on the computer screen. We just see the head. And the body is disconnected from this head. But when you involve the body brain, so you're including the head and the body, I a movement or AKA movement, When you move around, you get your oxygen flowing through your body. You get your ideas flowing through your body. You feel alive. And this kinetic energy, for me personally and for the people that I've I've worked with all these years, this helps to free ideas. It helps you to be yourself so you're not stuck. What I like to say is what your body does, your mind does.
0: But I also, Dr. Laura... Dr. Laura, I also noticed that you are speaking very differently from all other speakers and guests. We have now around 150 people who wrote famous books, who are famous speakers, who are very good people and good speakers. But you see differently. As you said, there is no just the head who is talking. We can see your beautiful body. We can see that you love sport, you love dance, you love music. I can see it immediately. Of course, for me, if you pretend that I'm the audience and I am the audience I like more the way the style how you look like than if I see only the head of the person yeah so you think this you. is the way how we should see it, and uh, this is the way that you designed is the best way I do a lot of work
1: with leaders and change makers from big organizations that we know and here's here's the big secret that humans are sensual creatures we are designed As sensual machines, we use our five senses of sight, sound, smell, touch, and taste. And if you think about the online environment, we can't use touch, we can't use taste, and we can't use smell, which leaves only two of our superpower senses sight and sound. So, whatever you can do to enhance the visual aspect of the people you are speaking to online, the more they are going to be enjoying the buffet of visual experiences that you're giving them. Same with sound. I always play music in the beginning of my master classes and training sessions online to get people pumped, to get people ready, to get people feeling the vibration that I'm trying to create for them. And I use it inside the pauses and the intermissions as well. So that's, that's my recommendation. Enhance the sight and sound. And don't go numb. Don't go with dark, bad lighting. Bring color. Bring accent. Bring life into the visual and to the auditory. And that will bring life into your
0: conversations online. Dr. Laura, you said also that some words should pop out like popcorn, we should make like accents, like I'm happy now, <laughs> I'm, I don't know what. So you mean that we shouldn't talk in a monotonous way, we should make some words jump out of the sentence, or what are you meaning?
1: Oh, I want you to think of words as little energy parcels. And your job as a speaker is to open the energy parcel and to release the meaning of the word. So you use the word happy. And I use this word in the TED Talk as well. It was the happiest day of my life was the sentence. And this is actually from a real client who said this to me once. And he said it like this. It was the happiest day of my life. And obviously, the word happiest is an energy parcel. It needs to open. And he needed to release the meaning of the word happiest. You can release meaning by popping, lifting. So the word has more energy. The the word means more. It was the happiest day of my life. And when the listener hears that, they pay attention. We're listening differently based on the melody of what we are hearing. So there's another reason for the audio to be on as a speaker. We are listening. We're designed to hear these nuances and we're
0: waiting for it. We're greedy for those different sounds. You also said that when we are on the stage, we should use this stage smartly we should go forward because this is the power position and then we need to go back because if you're always in front it will make people crazy because you're like you're like a tiger you want to eat them you want to and it's a kind of dangerous position so you mean that when we do presentation in front of people we should always move or we should always stay or we should change positions i call it moving with purpose
1: So moving without purpose looks like a person, you know, walking back and forth, chasing their own tail. And as the audience member, you're thinking, where is this person going? And why are they going there right now? Because you're actually paying attention to the movement. And it distracts you as the audience member from listening to what they have to say. So moving with purpose is about using the nine square grid, which is a secret grid that all performing artists know, dancers, singers, musicians, speakers. We all know that there's a grid. There are nine different spaces in front of us and around us when we are speaking. And you can use this grid system to come closer to the audience at the right times. That's moving with purpose. And these are for the talks that are the high stakes talks, the ones you're really working hard on. You know, not for the average college lecturer necessarily, but it's really important as part of your understanding of the leadership speaking or public speaking toolbox that you know that where you are in space matters
0: uh what about the rehearsals how important is the rehearsal how much you need to rehearsal do do you should just go and speak or do you should uh, should you stay in front of the mirror or should you invite people to listen to you before the speech what is your advice for that please
1: well i love quoting benjamin franklin He said, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. It's that straightforward. It's clean. So I want you to know that public speaking is a performing art, like the ones that I just mentioned, dance, theater, music. And a speaker's art is the effective delivery of the spoken word. In order to be successful, that speaker has to create compelling content and perform that content in front of an audience. And when I say performance, I'm not talking about a Shakespearean-esque, larger than life, be somebody else experience. That's what I'm talking about. Be yourself, know yourself, you know, and and, and share yourself. That's where that performance comes in. But what you need to do in order for the audience to really get what you're saying is you need to rehearse. And you need to remember, you know, in this world where this is a performing art, what dancer, what musician wouldn't rehearse? What performer would not prepare? My son's playing the piano now. My daughter's a figure skater. You know, my children are performers and they, I watch them perform. I watch them rehearse. You do the same thing over and over and over and over again until it lives in your body. And you know that it lives in your body where you don't have to make any effort to take it out. Like, so if you're rehearsing your text, one day you'll be saying the text and it's just going to flow out of your mouth just like when you're learning a language and one day you're speaking and suddenly the language is coming out without you working so hard. That means you've rehearsed enough. So this is for your high stakes talks. This is for the talks that matter that you know where people Google you, this is the talk that shows up. This is the kind of rehearsal you need to be doing, putting it in your body and making it effortlessly come out.
0: Uh, Dr. Laura, you said that you need to be the last point you were mentioned is hanging, hanging out like in your room, that uh, the words should be hanging in you, that you should be hanging with the words that you should be leaving with the words that you should put uh. heart in your words. I don't know what's that. So uh, how to make that happen? My question:
1: How to make that happen is you warm your body up coming from a dance background, loving dance like it's oxygen. I move my body. Before this interview, I was warming up for 30 minutes to loosen my instrument, to get myself ready to show up as the best version of myself. That's how you look like you're hanging out in your living room, by being relaxed. So you can't come off the street, you know, after having your commute to wherever you're going, show up on stage and then perform, just like a figure skater has to warm up, just like a musician has to warm up. People who know their craft... Professional speakers will warm up. Amateur speakers will not. And that's a very big mistake. You can look like you're showing up in your living room with your favorite people if
0: your body is released and warm. So you need to do that work. So as I understood there are many tips and you should take it seriously as a ballet you know and uh, as a performer and you should take this art seriously not just think that you will come and talk something without being prepared because it's not the best version of you. So and my last question to you, you are from Switzerland but you're also American and that is of course very different cultures and very different roles and very different behavior are you using this cultural differences in your speeches.
1: All the time. And to correct you, I live in Switzerland, but I'm from Sweden and America. So I'm not Swiss. But same idea. Absolutely. My multiculturalism, my multi-ethnic thing, you use your life. Your life is your canvas. And as a speaker, that's why I keep going back to what I said in the beginning of our conversation. You know, the three things you need in order for effective speaking is to know yourself, who are you? Well, I know who I am and I'm going to share it to be yourself. I'm comfortable with who I am. I want to share this with the world and to share yourself. So yes, the more you can tap into the juicy richness of your being and share who you are from a heart space, share what you love from a heart space, then those messages, if they come from this place instead of this place, When they come from the heart, you will touch the hearts and minds of your audience. That's how that works. You ride the wave of emotional connection that you have to yourself and to your topic into the world of your audience. And that's how the message lives.
0: Who is the best speaker, Dr. Laura, for you? Whom you love very much? Whom you want to to be like? Or whom you like to listen to? Maya Angelou. The African-American
1: poet she is my guru. I want to be like her when I grow up. I want to talk like her with her soul. I want to read words like her. I mean, she's, she's everything. She's, she's she's everything I want to
0: be. <laughs> do you she's want real. to be like uh, Michelle Obama or Barack Obama? Is it an example for you? Or like Hillary Clinton?
1: No. no. And, and in fact, this this question makes me uncomfortable because I don't want to be like anybody else. I want to be myself. Why do I want to be like somebody else? I'm not going to... Imitate somebody I'm gonna find what I what I am and I'm gonna show that truth and I'm gonna live that truth And let me tell you you can feel When something is going well, you can feel your body tells you this is where self-awareness is everything When you have those endorphins and serotonin and dopamine and you're speaking in front of an audience and you're vibing with them It's working and when that happens is when you're yourself when that happens is when you release yourself into the audience and there are no breaks.
0: That's Dr. Weird. Laura, for me, your speech sounds like a beautiful dance, like a poem. You know, like we have in Russia a very famous uh, poet Pushkin, who is famous all around the world. And for me, the way how you use your body, how you use your uh, sounds, how you use your, your beauty, this is uh, amazing because I can see that you are very comfortable who you are and uh, you put it in your speech and uh, really it's very interesting it's like it's like the things that we already heard but you do it completely different from other speakers and this is your particularity i I like very much being with you thank you for your great advices stay young stay beautiful and best luck for your family who are all performing artists like you are
1: thank you thank you for the privilege of being on your show It's a really great thing that you're doing, and I feel very honored to be a part of it.
0: Thank you so much, dear Dr. Laura. All the best.